0: former head of Russia's Space Agency says that the Apollo moon landings were fake. And in a recent video going around, Vladimir Putin is briefed that several moon landing images are considered to be fake by artificial intelligence. Almost all objects on this photo seem to be not real. At the same time, the photo of a Chinese lunar ship does not cause special questions. Is this what seems to be not real? There's a great deal of human intelligence who do not believe that the Apollo moon missions were authentic. And here are some of the reasons why. NASA was run by former Nazi, Werner von Braun, who was beholden to the US government for secretly importing him into the country via Project Paperclip. As were the dozens of other Nazis who joined him to work as rocket scientists, all of them with a good reason to keep a secret and the overwhelming majority of astronauts were Freemasons and the sons of Freemasons. Freemasons swear on their lives to keep the secrets they are entrusted with. Why on earth would anyone trust NASA? If the moon landing was real, it would have been a miraculous achievement because NASA was failing at every level of the mission and did not believe they would be able to achieve their goal. In 1967, government inspector Thomas Barron testified before congressional investigators that the Apollo program was failing. Six days after his testimony, he was killed with his wife and child when a train crashed into his car. Astronaut Gus Grissom held an unauthorized press conference where he criticized the program and said it would take another 10 years to fly to the moon. Five days later, he was killed on the job. Gus Grissom's last words were, how are we going to get to the moon if we can't talk between two or three buildings? Hey, how are going to get to the moon if we can't talk between three buildings? I can't hear that, can you are Moments later, the Apollo 1 command module caught fire, killing astronauts Grissom, White, and Chaffee. Several key members of the Apollo mission resigned just months before the mission. What NASA had been successful at was a massive marketing operation that put space travel into the zeitgeist of American pop culture. And they had spent billions creating multiple sound stages with realistic models of the moon to begin producing simulations of the moon landing. NASA had several problems to solve, problems with communications, the rockets, and the lunar module. But one of their biggest obstacles was deadly radiation. In order to reach the moon, One has to pass through what is known as the Van Allen radiation belt. And NASA announced in 2014 that this was still a problem when they launched an unmanned spacecraft to try to solve it. Radiation like this could harm the guidance systems, onboard computers, or other electronics on Orion. Naturally, we have to pass through this danger zone twice, once up and once back. but Orion has protection. Shielding will be put to the test as the vehicle cuts through the waves of radiation. Sensors aboard will record radiation levels for scientists to study. We must solve these challenges before we send people through this region of space. Aside from the Apollo moon missions, no one has ever gone past the Van Allen radiation belt. The Apollo moon mission had no protection against the radiation. And astronauts don't even seem to know about it. Any ill effects from the Van Allen radiation belts? No. Now, I'm not sure we went far enough out to to encounter the Van Allen radiation belt. Maybe we did. The belts are 1,000 miles to 25,000 miles above then the Earth. We, then we went right out through them. According to NASA, we can go no higher than low-Earth orbit. The plan that NASA has is to build a rocket called SLS, which is a heavy-lift rocket. It's something that is that is much bigger than what we have today, and it will be able to launch the Orion capsule with humans on board as well as uh, landers or other uh, components to, via, to destinations beyond Earth orbit. Right now, we only can fly in Earth orbit. That's the farthest that we can go, and this new system that we're building is going to allow us to go beyond and hopefully take humans into the solar system to explore. So the moon, Mars, asteroids, there's a lot of destinations that we could go to. In the documentary film, a funny thing happened on the way to the moon. The three astronauts of Apollo 11 are seen in low Earth orbit, figuring out how to stage a fake image for the camera. This film was recorded when the Apollo 11 was said to be nearing lunar orbit and we can see and hear them manipulating the shot to make the Earth appear to be thousands of miles away, when in fact, they have blacked out the inside of the craft and are blocking off the window facing the surface to make it look like the Earth at a distance. When we hear Houston radio approval for the shot, the astronauts do not respond until an unknown third party can be heard whispering talk. Hello, Apollo 11, Houston. The The astronauts are told they are being pre-recorded and edited for a subsequent live broadcast. Buzz Aldrin explains how they shut out the sun to achieve the illusion of the one window being the Earth in the black of space. And with direction from Houston, they get it to look right for the camera. We then hear the portion meant for the public, with Neil Armstrong claiming to be 130,000 miles from Earth and describing a single camera pressed up against the window to achieve the shot. But in the unedited footage, we see objects passing between the camera and the window. We see a work light in the dark. And finally, when they are done with their hoax... The final few frames reveal the truth. Protecting humans in this radiation wasn't the only problem. The high end Hasselblad camera had no protection against radiation, and there is no explanation as to how it was able to take photographs in negative 200 degree weather with a constant bombardment of cosmic radiation. And the pictures themselves are full of anomalies. According to the official story, The only external light source was the sun. But in all these photographs, there appears to be only artificial light, hot spots, and fall-off areas, when it should be as bright as a desert on Earth. And if the sun were the only light source, then all shadows would run parallel to each other. But in these photos, shadows either run perpendicular to each other, proving multiple light sources, or in others, the shadows are divergent, proving a single local light source. Shadows created by sunlight have a sharp edge. Shadows created by artificial light have fuzzy edges. Even the camera expert from Hasselblad agrees that these photos were shot using artificial light sources. Yes, it it seems like he's standing in the spotlight. (laughs) And I can't explain that. Um, That that escapes me. (laughs) Why? The photographs all appear to have been taken on a professionally lit soundstage, which could have easily been part of their billion-dollar simulation project. And when you compare scenes from the Apollo moon landing footage with scenes from Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey, there is strong evidence that the exact same technology was used. In the late 60s, a state-of-the-art front projection system developed by Scotchlight allowed Kubrick to simulate expansive backgrounds by projecting them onto a large screen made with small glass beads. The giveaway for this cinematic trickery is that the foreground must always hide the bottom of the scotch projection screen in the background. In order to do this, the bottom of each set needs to have a complete horizon line between the set in the foreground and the screen in the background and we can see this signature in all the Apollo images. We can also see light refraction off the glass beads in the scotch light screen. The lunar module appears to be cheaply constructed with tin foil and Scotch tape, and the 10,000-pound thrust rocket on this flimsy craft didn't even leave a mark in the ground beneath it. There is no moisture or discernible atmosphere on the moon, and yet we can see mud and dust being flung into the air. In an original recording between Houston and astronauts on the moon, a reply is heard instantly, which would not be possible from that distance. Roger, Jim, copy. And are you progressing towards Dune Crater now? Yep. The same recording was then edited for a public broadcast and four seconds were added. Roger, Jim, copy. And are you progressing towards Dune Crater now? Yes. And when they supposedly left, there was no visible flame on the lunar module, even though hypergolic fuel visibly burns in a vacuum. And we never hear the 140 decibel rocket engine, which the astronauts are sitting on top of. Forty feet down, two and a half. Picking up some dust. Four forward. Four forward. drift into the right a little. During takeoff, when it would have been burning at its loudest, an astronaut plays a musical recording, accentuating how quiet it is inside the craft. Ninety-nine Pro, good lift off, automatic. An official moon rock given to Holland by Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin was tested and found to be petrified wood from Earth. The lunar module designs have been thrown away. Videotapes are missing. And all of the telemetry data, which could be used as evidence of the moon mission, is also somehow missing. We we have been unable to, to, to track it down. I mean, we don't know. Uh, where this this telemetry data ended up, and we don't know the what what path it may have taken. So, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm afraid I can't really give you much of a clue as to as to where this data ended up. Greg Reese reporting.